0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights this morning.
1: From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative.
0: From WPGU News, I'm Natalie Murillo. It's Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. WPGU is committed to student journalism and educational opportunities for student journalists at the University of Illinois. We've partnered with Illinois journalism classes to bring contributions on air from students learning about broadcast journalism. NG Arishnovic, a student in Professor Stretch Ledford's audio journalism class, reports that frustration with China's zero COVID policy has led to demonstrations across the country in recent weeks. Protesters say China's draconian efforts to stop the spread of COVID-19 contributed to the deaths of at least 10 people in an apartment-building fire in the country's western city of Urumqi. Demonstrators believe strict lockdowns prevented firefighters from reaching the building and kept victims from escaping. The displays of dissent have spread even beyond the country's borders. Some Chinese students at the University of Illinois have voiced their solidarity with the protesters. But as Arishnovic reports, some U of I students, much like Chinese citizens back home, fear reprisal by the Chinese Communist Party. I'm meeting with a 23-year-old
1: international student from China. He's playing a video on his phone that shows a nighttime gathering on the main quad. The student who, for security reasons, asks that I identify him only by his nickname, Six, says about a hundred people showed up to honor the victims of the Urumqi fire. As the video plays, Six translates.
2: No lies. We need the votes. No cultural revolution. We need the government revolution. No dictatorship. We need democracy. Xi Jinping, go away.
1: Six's parents live in China. He tells me that just by expressing opposition to Xi Jinping here on campus, he runs the risk of getting them in trouble with the Chinese Communist Party.
2: If the Communist Party have like people in the United States and they knew my identity, my family could get involved and that's like the only thing I'm worried about.
1: This kind of fear has led protesters to find creative ways to express their voices. Blank sheets of white paper have become powerful symbols of defiance. Crowds in China hold them in silent protest. You can find them here on campus, too. One was taped to an entrance of Gregory Hall, and others to a kiosk near the Illini Union. A couple were briefly taped to the alma mater statue.
2: A blank piece of paper represents everything we wanted to say but can't say.
1: This dynamic, wanting to say something but feeling that you can't, was something I ran into repeatedly while reporting the story. I reached out to 15 students who followed Chinese activism accounts on Instagram. Only one responded. She told me that she was really scared to talk to me. She could get into a lot of trouble. She said, for all she knew, I could be a spy for the Chinese government. I never heard from her again. Six also said he had concerns about talking with me, but he agreed to meet anyway. And during our conversation, he shared a lot. He put the current protests into historical context, saying that his parents took part in the 1989 Tiananmen Square protests.
2: There has been so many protests starting in 1989, the Tiananmen Square massacre, up until now. None of them actually ever succeeded in bringing down the Chinese government. All we see is just sparks, sparks, sparks. Like you, you try to light the lighter in a really big wind. You try to light it again and again, but it doesn't light.
1: In spite of his frustration, Six still hopes for change.
2: The idea of a protest uh, movement is really new to the Chinese society because um, living under the dictatorship for more than half a century, um, people start to forget. They were never taught that you could protest. They, they, they never knew you could resist. But it's all right. Um, as time passes, we will, we will start to know how to do certain things.
0: From WPGU, I'm NG Irtenhoek. One of the newly approved federal cannabis research facilities will be opening in Chicago. Earlier this December, President Joe Biden signed the Medical Marijuana and Cannabidial Research Expansion Act, the first standalone legislation to cover cannabis reform in American history. Now that the legislation has passed, marijuana research centers will begin to open nationally. The Cannabis Research Institute, which will be located in Chicago, will be operated by the University of Illinois' Discovery Partners Institute. The CRI will research topics including the benefits and side effects of marijuana usage. It will also advocate for certain policy issues and conduct trainings for workers. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by NG Arishnovic and Laszlo Richard Toth. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, and our science and technology editor is Husna Husaini. Our deputy news director is Daniel Villarreal, and our news director is Madison Holcomb.
2: From WPGU News, I'm Natalie Murillo.